Katie and Brady on the podcast. And Randy. So I am sad to inform everybody that it's no longer 69 due to inflation. It's 96 now. It flipped. It went up. There's nothing we can do about it. Well, this is the Biden economy. What is a 96? No, I'm not blaming him, but it's... Oh, I actually know this what we're one. calling it. Uh, the 96 was invented by Hugh Hefner. It's when you roll over and you fart in each other's faces. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that Hugh and his Hefner. Oh. Oh. Man, that he had that is fun. actually from the roast of Hugh Hefner from Comedy yeah, Central. Available on right. Paramount+. Plus. I love those roasts, man. Uh, Whoopsies. Um, th- those noise. were fun. Tr- the roast of Donald Trump was still one of my favorites. And he took like a fucking champ. He did. He, like, oh man, I hope they do I a roast of Biden. No, they need to do a roast of Kamala Harris. Like, that needs to happen. I can see that. Do you think she'd take it? No. Yeah, I think but she they, would. Although she would laugh a lot. Like, she already giggles enough. That's true. She That's true. I, she might have a good sense of humor. I've never met the woman. So I yeah, can't say You know what they should do is Obama, because he's at least that off. Did they not? Him, they did the roast of Obama. He I took think, it like a champ, too. Did, Obama did. This was after his presidency, Yeah, though. I think yeah. I watched that, actually. Yeah. It was really well, then good. He, he got, then you got all the ammunition you're going to get out of him. Yeah. Then, I'm not like, I liked his sense of humor, and he was the beginning of what I thought was going to be a long run of comedian presidents. Yeah. Because George Bush was funny because he was dumb. But Obama was funny because he actually made some banger jokes. And then Trump came in and he, he basically he was trying to have a stand-up comedy career while being president. And then we got Biden and it kind of broke the chain. I'm sad. So I wanted another comedian. Um, I don't think he'll be president yeah. again, though. So. It, it, Obama, when he, I didn't, I did, he's the reason I got into even like paying attention to politics. Not even because of conspiracies and shit going on. It was because he was funny. fucking funny. That, the, where he, he leaned into the whole thanks Obama thing and that really made me happy. I like and then he like, and then his his wife took the the backlash really like really well about the whole fucking let's make kids not eat anything because they're fat yeah thing that she did and she took all that criticism really well and, and made some pretty funny jokes about it too. You know what the stuff we're facing those problems that they were tackling seem kind of nice like we should it'd be yeah. nice to go back and tackle some of those problems um, again. And then Trump, like I said, he came in like literally with a stand up comedy career um, instead of being a president, so that was fun. Yeah, and he, he, he did and a bunch some of things. hotels. Yeah, he did some things. He liked yeah. to drop some bangers. I miss some of his tweets. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I, I agree. I'm not gonna lie. I agree. Yeah, they're but mean. you like that part of the internet yeah. a lot. I, I agree that his tweets were mean. Okay, and you can't deny that. That would be lying. But uh, well, I some just... of them are fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's fucking king of roasts, man. He should be roasting people on a comedy special. You know that might be a successful business. Yeah. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, anyway, so this is our 69th episode. Nice. 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 We made it. Nice. We did. Now we can retire. <laughs> we finally made it. Now we have to get to episode 420. Is that at our, least. Is that our the, whole reason of existence is we just had to get new, here? We had to get here at least. The new goal is trip digits. Yeah. 420. We're Got to get to 420. Um, um, that's going to take a while at our current rate. Uh-huh. We're gonna do it though. It's we're true. we're gonna we're gonna hang yeah, in there. We're not we're not a week well, we're a semi-weekly podcast. <laughs> we, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about this a long time. I've been thinking about this for weeks now because of how inconsistent our schedules are. We, you know what? We just make podcasts when we can, when we want. The fact that we're still doing it is something that we were, you know, definitely patting ourselves on the back for. Because yeah, most people we quit. Yeah. And also, we're not monetized. We're not doing this to make a bazillion dollars. We're doing it because we purely enjoy it. And I think that authenticity is awesome. Are we making exactly. any money? 
Oh, we're making like five dollars. Five dollars a month oh, from yeah, Taylor. Right. Taylor. 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 We're gonna get Taylor on that's the right, podcast. That's right. We didn't mention him yeah. in the last episode. Um, oh, sorry, Taylor. We failed you last time. Eventually, we need to sit down and discuss a uh, day to do that. It's just it's been kind of up in the air. I didn't even know if we were gonna record today or not. So, I, and it just magically happened. But well, yeah, I, I managed to to pivot hard. Yeah. But I got to be out of here in like twenty so, minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know what though. All three of us are in a season of our life where we have a lot of things to go on, and so yeah. that we're still showing up is good. Exactly. We should not be sad about this. Exactly. I think. Uh, I think in July I'm only going to miss one. Okay. No, I might be right in there too because I don't have to go to my super secret place until it's absolutely time to go. Go time. Fair enough. No so time. I'll be here doing some stuff. So we should be able to do some work. We have to do our two year anniversary. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's July twenty seventh. Yeah. Hell I'll be. Yeah, I'll, I'll be around for that one. Yeah, we're going to plan a banger for that one. We could go out. Um, Get some pizza and fucking do a mobile recording. You know, we constantly talk about that, but we still have yet to do it. I think we should do uh, a video podcast on that too, like like we do hmm. like Think Tank. I'm waiting. We, we could. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to come through birthday party. Yeah, I'm waiting uh, for you to come through on the uh, the Sprinter. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm working on that, <laughs> and we could get some Pelosi's pastries and cakes. Oh yeah. man. For that, yeah. remember, yeah. like for our party, we can get some cool ice cream flavors. Yeah. Okay, we'll plan this. This is in the works, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note. We we make a lot of notes. Well, yeah, we didn't we didn't even mention the January sixth committee shit last oh, episode. Oh man, so it's let's a talk whole about thing. job searching in January sixth. Oh yeah, I'll, oh. I'll talk briefly about my my yeah. quest for a job. Okay, um, I'm getting very frustrated. Um, this would be different if I was looking for a full time job. They're everywhere. I could go get any job anywhere that's mm-hmm. full time entry level. Right, not a problem. A lot of them are paying twenty bucks an hour now. It's pretty cool. Try looking for a part-time job. I don't even think like that's going to be not even a thing soon. I'm pretty sure, because yeah, like oh my god, our employers oh, just can. Man, I, feel, I feel like if you're desperate for employees, if you really truly need them, wouldn't you want to do get what you could get? Yeah, and then work with what you could get instead of this not have workers. Like a I lot of them promise that, and then when push comes to shove and you do your interview, they're like, no, we gotta have you, you gotta be available when we need you. That's like, a, well, that's then awesome. you don't get an employee because it's like, well, I filled out the hours in which I am available for you to offer me money. And you called me in for an interview based on that. So I think that's and deceptive. now you're trying to bully me. No. That's deceptive that's and horrible. Kind of um, I also decided that I'm probably going to lose a lot of jobs because I am too old to be abused by other adults. So yeah, I'm kind of at that. Point if some myself. fucking dick manager starts wilding out, I'm just going to walk out or punch him because I'm too old for that shit now. It was different when I was 18. I understand. Getting bullied by like a fucking forty-five year old manager. But you're not. Because I'm still a kid back then. I acknowledge that. I don't think anybody. It's not should right. Be, you should lead by example. Well, it's not yeah. right to do it, but it makes more sense than a forty-five year old bullying a thirty-year-old. But luckily, it's the thing is, is that most of those boomers have moved out of those positions it's and into true. buying houses. <laughs> oh God, houses! I'm not gonna get into that. Either. Um, no, I'm that's, scared. That's a, that's I'm scared episode. for the future of the housing market because the. Uh, you know they're going to raise the interest rate on lending right before okay. all of the fucking prices drop so that you can't go get a loan to get the cheap houses. All right, so I actually watched Unless them explain it to me um, recently. Oh, I which like was, explanations. So basically there's the zero to $500,000 houses. Mm-hmm. Those are being bought by corporations. Like yeah. Zillow and everything, like they're being bought yep, by, by corporate yeah. stuff. Yeah. So then you've got the next block, which is 500 to 800, which is where like... The transplants are at where they're selling their like one bedroom ship boxes. Oh, the equity, the equity imports. And they're paying cash. Yeah. Equity imports. So they're paying the cash for it, so it doesn't really matter the interest rates for them. Yeah. Nope. And then from eight hundred to like a million is like a very small level of like people buying second homes. Yeah. 
which it's usually like also, on the lake or so on the super beach upper or, middle class people. so yeah. these ones are also not really giving a shit about interest rates and then like million plus homes they're just paying cash anyways so it, interest rates aren't going to affect any of this because corporations they're going to write it off or pass it on that's what i'm saying but for us normal folk we're not gonna be able to afford le- to get lending and that's the thing is that they're going to force people into renting, and the problem is, is that states have now been instituting dumb laws with renting, like, oh yeah, no, yeah. you can't, you can't rent with like more than four people now, or it's like, where oh, are people supposed to? Live? I don't even. Or think... you have to be related to the people you're relent, you're renting to. When did rent start? Is what I want to know. Like uh, actual renting. Like yeah. when did? Oh, I'm gonna look that up while you guys talk. The cause... the concept of renting a place. Yeah. Well, you go to the inn and stay in a hotel. I think like even Jesus was born there. I, he had to pay for lodging, so it's been around for a while. I yeah. had this dream yeah. last night that, um, okay, don't take this at face value. Sure. This is just random middle of the night thoughts. Okay. I know. Um, before I went to bed, but like, imagine if there was legislation mm-hmm. that somebody else wrote because I'm a fucking retar- retarded. <laughs> okay. Because um, they're not part of a lobbying firm. Exactly. So imagine if they legislate that. Um, it's you can't rent out a house to be lived in. It's only like kind of like hotels where it's temporary stays. It's required uh, for them to be furnished, always, okay. and have all of living uh, all amenities required for living for a temporary amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, other than food, obviously, you can't can't mandate food is stock in the house because then if there's I mean, nobody staying there, then you just pay a lot of money for food and it goes bad, right? Um, but like, imagine like if you if you can't rent your house out to take advantage of people needing a place to live. Yet, we have things in place to make, you know, people be able to afford to buy houses to, you know, live in so you don't have to rent. Because it's just weird how much more it costs to rent a house than it does to actually have a mortgage. Right now, yes. And anybody who can afford to rent a house can afford a mortgage. My favorite thing is the bank tells you that meme that goes around that, you know, you can't afford a $900 mortgage payment, but you're paying $1,400 rent. And yeah, you've been doing and that doesn't money. even include utilities or electricity. Or there seems to be this weird anti-argument for that where it's like, yeah, but what happens when you don't? What do you mean? Like pay your rent. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Like, and well, then the, the banks make like, money and nobody loses. But that's the thing, though, is that like there's no federal agency that tracks like whether or not you're paying your rent. No, for sure. True. But True. like mortgage companies... Are like reporting to credit people. Oh, for sure. So there I know needs to be something now, yeah. in place where if you're paying like rent, that needs to be reported on your credit. Oh, so it's yeah, your, exactly. But that could be abused too. I think it's smart though. That's a good. There does need to be a metric. That, and, that would be good though. That's for people. everybody's biggest expense is rent usually. Yeah, it and shouldn't the, be. The thing is, though, is that I can see be. how that can be abused by like it's like oh yeah no I own this house but I'm renting it to my kid. But they're paying $500 a month in rent and they're building equity. Right. I'm like, okay, well, then you're helping your kid out. I can see that as being useful, which is the same as just saying like, yeah. oh, or they're living in my house, but they're paying me rent. That should still go towards it, though, because it shows that you're paying some yeah, kind a history, of a, agreed a upon. We yeah. need more of a reporting system to prove this you stuff need, for like, people. If you can yeah. show like seven years of receipts, like this is me paying rent, how much I paid in rent. Like why can't why can't you give me like a mortgage? Now? Yeah, that yeah. It, because that's just what a credit bureau thing does. It shows that you've paid your payments on so, time, and that's like not even a the, good huge chunk. It's a small chunk of your credit. Report. The the yeah. credit score. score is something that is just in general screwed over millennials because of student loan debt. Oh, pretty much. And it it tanks your score, and I think. I feel like that was almost deliberate. Yeah. Like, you are going to be poor forever because we need someone to work the mines. Pretty much. We uh, gotta have I that. had an idea about this. So, like, um, 
aside from the conversation about like the government paying off people's student debt, that's a whole other conversation. But I think we need to mitigate future problems by not allowing the federal government to back those loans. That's what started messing that's, it up to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that would like, actually make the well, colleges like have to lower the prices too. Same thing. When you start subsidizing something, yeah. it opens it up to abuse. <clears throat> Sugar and corn. Of, <clears throat> well, instead of just dealing with things. Because here, the concept of a landlord may be traced back to the feudal system of manoralism. Which sure. is, the landed estate is owned by a lord of the manor, and then usually members of the lower nobility, you know, they rent, they chunk they it rent out. It yeah, they chunk it out, you work the land, so and you pay a portion so of your crops. So it's rent corporate tribute yeah. now, because it it's starting to exactly feel that way. It is. it is exactly what it is. Yeah. Because there's no way that the shitbox you've been living in for the last seven years is now worth four times as much when they haven't even replaced the stove. Yeah. No, like, well, and a lot of tenants don't... They're in there they, painting they, over light switches. Yeah, it's yeah. not good how they're treated. Well, not to mention... Because all these, all this value artificially got pumped up by just the circumstances. Yeah. Um, they're also raising, you know, property taxes because that's based on the value of your home. I think yeah. that shouldn't have happened because this isn't a real value increase and it's very temporary anyway. Well, our like, my dad's neighbor's house last time we um do we get assessments every five years here, right? Where the county comes in and assesses mm-hmm. your value, appraisals, yeah. appraisals. Excuse me. Their house went from <laughs> two seventy to over six hundred thousand. But they didn't correlate the homeowner's exemption to that. It's oh, still the friggin'. same. So it's like, do you see how they're trying to steal? It's, it feels like thievery oh, to I, me. I, I know. It feels it like does. Great Reset stuff. So, you will own nothing and like it. Kootenai does well, yeah, it every true. year. The every, assessment? Yeah. They, they reassess it every year by going on Zillow. Oh, don't do that's the worst fucking Randall, metric that's for it. Horrifying. Yeah. You guys oh, need to I know. Stop I that. got my tax bill this week. You're actually paying rent to live in your place on top of your mortgage then. Because your tax bill must suck. Oh. Yeah, there was a uh, slight increase this year from last year. Yeah, that's... You mean it doubled? Yeah. Yeah. Because ours doubled. And it's because the city budget is like, oh, well, now we can extort more money out of people. See, that's the problem, though. It's slavery. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to own it. You know, I'm sitting here and I do own my own home. But the thing it's was, like, makes me not want to own it. Maybe we will last, be happy okay, if we don't own it. Last anything. year when it went up, <sighs> it, we it went up by, I don't know, I think it was around 50%. But the thing was is that our, our taxes went down because everybody's value went up. Yes. And the city budget didn't change. Yeah. But now they're fleecing you. But now they're fleecing us by increasing the city budget. So. Well, you got to pay for all the new services for all the new imports. Plus, of course. Our, well, and then at the same time, I'm looking. I mean, they're still building. I'm going around to yeah. our schools. Our schools were already bad to begin with as far as ran down. And, and, yeah, and they're all pretty old. Now it's like you're dealing with this huge influx. Where are we going to... There's a lot. It's like, they, I don't know what we're going to do. They just built an elementary school in my area. So. But there's no way they can build enough to deal with the influx. Oh, hell no. Not a, no. It, we're in a catch-up they're, state. We were already in a catch-up state before this. But they... Exactly. There's no way that that's going to keep up with like the fact like out there on like Hayden, they built that entire like low-income housing area. Where are those little kids going to go to? That new elementary school. You know what, oh, and low, low income around here is like fifty thousand a month, or fifty thousand a year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I just heard though homeschooling people realize during um, a huge amount of people are starting to homeschool, and I feel like that's going to break a lot of these bu- budgets of these. Di- There's a it weird paradigm shift happening everywhere. I'm, we're going to get a lot of charter schools now too. It. I can understand a lot of parents just being like, I don't feel safe sending them to school anymore. Well, yeah, there's a, especially if I lived in an urban area, I would not send my children to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Sketchy. Or where there was a lot of entitled suburbanite kids, because that seems to be where a lot of this shit happens. Oh, yeah. 
I get it. You don't see that, okay, like, well, here you're not going to see it because our te- random teachers are armed. They just put them down. But <laughs> That's actually yeah. true. Our Red elementary school is an yeah. armed guard. I really like well, that guy. Well, and, but on the flip side, it seems to be the same sort of metric that we're, we're feeling. We're feeling as a country, honestly. Yeah. And, and we're in that late stage of it where, uh, and us millennials, we were lorded over so much. Go do what you're told. You're lazy. You're useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take that eight dollar an hour job and all that student debt. You know what's funny? And so I, I, I don't know if we're gonna jump right to the occasion, are we? So, we know how to work. So there's yeah. a that's a good question. There's a person that I've seen on TikTok who goes by the tag Boomer Slayer, <laughs> um, because she brings receipts. Ah. Um, and charts and facts and like <coughs> this is the stuff that we're using as metrics and they're like yeah so boomers call us lazy and then like she pulls up the receipts and she's like so boomers had to work this much to earn a house and we are working four times as hard and renting yep yep like we are av- like in order to buy a house we have to work 120 hours a week oh not just renting renting with tons of roommates with, yeah. that's the only way and, to afford it and it's it. not labor expended see they think hard work yields results, results. and no, that's not that's being exploited our time yeah. is actually being exploited to the tune of like you said four or five times what there's mm-hmm. everywhere so our dads worked hard for six hours a day, right? Plus the commute. The fact that, like, in but 19- they had all that rest of that time. In 1978, yeah. you could work a summer job and buy a brand new Mustang at the end of the summer. You could. Yep. You can't do that now. You'd have to work ten years and put it on credit and pay double what it costs with interest. The, the guy who said that is like, I am an airline. I am yeah. an airline pilot. I have seven years of experience. I've been in the industry for ten. Yeah. I cannot dream of the day when I can buy a brand new car. Right. No. And they're they're profiting from that, you know. The there's a thing about money that the longer you save and work and own, and there's a time thing. That's why Warren Buffett's so rich. It's not that he's even magical. Yeah. It's the time dilation thing. Like you know, they Mm -hmm. said around fifty years, magic happens. So that's why a lot of older people have money if they saved. Yeah, yeah. Well, now now it's so hard to save enough money to even live or even invest enough money to overcome the natural currency inflation. So like. If the natural currency inflation is, they said, right, I think right now they said it was like 10%. Remember, that was a few weeks ago. It could be higher now. Yeah. Where are you going to invest where you're getting 10% return on oh, your cash? I know PayPal is all like, we have a new savings thing. It's 0.87% APR or something. I'm like, that's lower than inflation. I'm like, should I get excited? Your money will about be worth that? less after a while. <laughs> And then they wonder. Then they are rude to people, like when they got on the stonks train or crypto. It's like, yeah, they aren't. They've never seen any gain like that. Have you guys? Like, no. My house is appreciated, but that's not by anything I the only Yeah, no. that is the, literally the only thing that I almost own that has any kind of appreciation. And you technically, value. because nothing. of the tax burden. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Because of the tax burden, though, you don't own it. Like, say The, if you the have, thing, well, though, is that I can't get rid of it because there is nowhere for me to go. That's no. the problem. Yeah, yeah, you can sell it. You have to move to another state to be able to afford. Yeah, I would have and to. With getting, the money you got. They're getting slimmer yeah. from where you can go that you can afford. That's the problem. Yeah. I, I'd probably end up in Montana. Yeah. Yeah, Montana's not too bad. That's but it's bad too. Market. Kalispell, Bozeman. Have you looked and seen what's no, happening there? No, I'd have there? to move to like Thompson Falls again. Yeah. <laughs> um, we found some really good properties in South Dakota. Actually, that are affordable, even the, at, even at our fucking. Um, we, were, we were making. I was making a joke but with. That's South Dakota. Like, Why not? It's cheaper because it crashed there. Yeah, North Dakota too. Like. And there's work and there still. Anywhere you're going to have trouble finding things, a job is going to be cheap. But that's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what, what COVID showed us is that you can work remotely. Yes. And that was... At some, very select so, few jobs now. Um, one, of the, one of the employees uh, where my, my wife works moved to Wisconsin and still works for Oh, them. houses are inexpensive mm. there, too. Yeah, and yeah. he's been working remotely this entire time. 
Like, I don't want to live there, though. The winters, man. No, yeah, but... That's rough. You live where you have well, to. Well, if you're working remote, you don't even have to go outside in the winter, though. Well, you're the crazy one that has to You could also fly somewhere farm. warm and work... <laughs> you know, if you I'm can get if you can get Skynet, I mean... Thank I'm you. Just, I, I mean, am the crazy-ass one. Well, yeah. when you, where, you, where you're going with your super-secret hideaway, man, you got Skynet out there. You work remotely, too. Well, that's and true. I feel a little yeah. privileged because I'm to the point now, and I don't know if it's because my husband's might... so much older, and I've been working... You know, I've been raising kids for three decades now. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. tired. It, it's tired. different. You know, a lot of people my age just started having kids. Like, you guys have toddlers. I know. Mine are graduating. So it's there's a different, and I also had kids before that. Not from lack yeah. of trying. So I I'm really want to stress that. Yeah, so, oh, I'm glad you put some work in. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of ready to like. Part of me wants to stay and fight because I believe that you have to you have to lead by example. And then another part of me is like, they're not going to listen. I should just mm-hmm. go where I'm comfortable and enjoy what's left. You can't. Yeah, you should do that. So what? Yeah, but I don't. Well, I think it's taking the easy advice. way out. That's the thing. Is like, do you abandon society or do you fight for it to keep moving yeah. on? I mean, do you do a Gandalf? Man, you know, I... like Lorient, that Lady of the Lake talks about it. Like, do you leave them to their fate or do you do? I don't know. What do we do? Hmm. But Gandalf also had a drinking problem, so I don't know if that was the best decision. Well, I just. I'm sure there's been like four or five Star Trek episodes about this. Do you leave people to their fate or do you? Well, yeah, they couldn't interfere. That was their directive, mm-hmm. right? If it was an unknown or they didn't know about technology. Undeveloped civilization. They had to leave them to their fate. But we're not an undeveloped civilization. There are answers to a lot of our problems out there. People just don't want to listen. And how do you make people listen other than loving them? Like I. That's a great question. Um, suffering. Yeah, but that's I, we have a, to suffer a, by proxy. That's a great catalyst. Suffer, suffer is a suffering is an amazing teacher. I know. I'm oh, reading, it sure is. I'm reading about how Mr. Frankel, Dr. Frankel, survived the Holocaust and what we can do, what we do to other people, in the name of, like ideology, breaks my heart. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. That's why everybody uses that example because it's like that kind of evil was three, like was two people ago, basically. Well, and his humbleness that you get to the ago. point where you would just set your food on the corpse. You know what little food you had, and you were so focused on your soup. Maybe you got a pee in it. Like there's just. <laughs> All of, all of these things that I'm reading about, and he's like the humility of it that it's you. You think you'll be tough. No one is. No. Not when you go there. It was the people that were that could live in their heads a little bit that did better. For sure. Um, and it was the tough, loud, boisterous people that went first. So I know yeah. all these people on the internet that are barking all the time. It's the extroverts. They're going to go first because they need people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the introverts would be the ones that survive because but they this, don't. the horrors of it, it's like that wasn't that that's long Because co- that's what COVID taught us. Yeah. That is what COVID taught us. That the introverts thrived and the extroverts started to crack. Well, and, and there were, it is it was their world before that. We and always a bunch of them are the it. one, And I'm betting that a bunch of them are the ones that are out there yelling about masks and oh, yeah. being just general dicks to people. And they're like, oh, and don't they ever catch me wearing a mask. And like, I watched a lot of them timelines on Facebook where it's like, master fucking pussies, chin diapers, blah, blah, blah. We regret to inform you that he died of COVID. Oh, you're talking like, about the Herman Cain Awards of Reddit. Yeah, like those shit. Speaking of what, I want to talk about that. You just kind of did a mock of like a what you could consider like a Republican, I would say somebody somebody in a little bit more the, leaning right, right? The cons the conservative the conservative, if you will. What would be I, really? I, I just want to talk about like no fascists. There's a lot of stereotypes with that, you know. Rightfully so, we do stereotype things for a reason, well, that was, right? That was um, the thing I said is like, why do all of them have Southern accents? Yeah, yeah, as I said, exactly. Well, there's this like freedom culture for, amongst the conservatives, right? Like everything's about my freedom, right? No, where it's like um. 
It's all you use your freedom for is to work 75 hours a week. What the fuck is the point? Yeah, no, it's it's, it's, all you even, do, it's, it's about my freedom, not your freedom. Well, yeah. I'm yeah, going to tell yeah. you what to that's, do in accordance to my will. And, yeah. and I think that's what I hate about both sides so much is it's like your will is for the, you, it's not top, other people. I don't. Half. The noisy We've, people. It's the top half of the spectrum. I feel like that is the one thing that we have really beaten is like... Or the bottom half. Just... What, which one is it? We want... Yeah. I want... I do want people to have like freedom and choice and all that good stuff and I don't want you to tell me that... My decision was wrong. Right. I think trans, Most of us have that. A trans person got it perfect the other day because of that whole thing that blew up with the little kids putting money in the G-string things. Mm-hmm. You know what they came out and said? Because one of our Congress people said, take your children to church, not drag bars or something, drag clubs. And the guy <laughs> says, he put up the statistics for church abuse. Yeah, children. it's bad. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I bet, I'm going to lay it down right here. I bet far more children were abused by clergy than mm-hmm. ever were abused by drag Oh, queens. easily. Ever. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying that there were no drag queens that abused people. I'm just saying statistically. Yeah. Somebody was talking about that on Joe Rogan's podcast recently, where it was like, why is it that that organization can get away with so many years of child abuse and everybody else can cast dispersions on other people? Like, yeah. I, well, um, it's that labeling it's, thing. Well, the guy was saying, the guy he was answering, he was saying basically, like, he's like, I don't know what we can really do about it, but there's this, like, vicious cycle of kid get abused. Joins the church, abuses other kid, uh, kids when he's it's an adult. It's a cycle of It's gross. a cycle of... Well, you know there's a church, too, hashtag like, uh, now, that there people all over the country well, are standing up and trying to shine a light onto how much abuse happens. Because it's when yeah. you have a power structure that cannot be challenged, yeah. abuse follows. And that's the thing is, like... Yeah. That's why you, we separated church and state, to, uh, compartmentalized all of our power here, even though that did that only lasted so long. Yeah. Well, humans always pick at it. <laughs> One of... We like yeah. tools. Exactly. There, there's a the growing Christian nationalism movement is getting a little out of hand. At this For point. sure. But do you know why that? Yeah, that's we call out the left though, a lot. No Let's call out the right. I want to call them both out. They both make me mad for equally. No one's listening and to it's, anybody. It's actually less of a left-right paradigm as it is a authoritarian versus liberal. I think it's liberal, a fascist paradigm. Or, uh, no, anybody that anybody that wants to tell me what to do is a is sort of fascist to me. It's, it's like, true. I already self-regulate, and I get that we have to have rules to keep other people from harming others. How, how do you feel about this conversation being part of an HOA? Yeah. Because they basically do the same so thing to you. It The thing is, is that, like, the HOA is kind of like the federal government. Unless you're doing something wrong, they don't mess with you. Right. And the only time I ever got a, a letter from them was, like, I let my, my grass grow for, like, two weeks while I was on Unacceptable. And some weeds <laughs> popped up. Yeah, yeah. So this year... Because, one, it's been gloriously wet, so I haven't had to turn my sprinkler system on, which is saving me a shit ton on water. Hell yeah. I actually found a couple of dry days where I actually hit it again with Roundup. Nice. And now my weeds are gone. Do you think that there's... And now I know for a fact the HOA isn't going to give me shit because also... They'll leave you alone. I took pictures of the fucking medians that they take care of full of fucking dandelions. (laughs) But see, this is my point. Got them. Uh, glycophosphate, well, there can be arguments made that it helps feed people because it keeps weeds down. and But that's not environmentally friendly. That yeah. grows off into our aquifer. Gar- grass yards on a whole are not environmentally It's friendly. also not They're sustainable. Not. It's, it's my, my useless not, fucking crop. Well, and that's what I mean. It's just... Monsanto, I, I, wrote, I wrote about that on Thursday. Monsanto had a, uh, a shareholder... Uh, Monsanto had a shareholder meeting where they revealed that it's possible they have to switch back to Agent Orange or chemicals like it because now all the weeds are resistant to roundup. That's what happens to it. That's what happens, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, well, and this is my point being is that here you have an HOA. You have a group of people that and at least citizens decided that this is what they wanted in their neighborhood. And if you bought there, you had the choice to buy there and uh, uphold this stuff. Right? Yeah, you knew that's what was, the contract. You knew what was going on going in. It's a contract. But then all those people might be for climate change, all this stuff, you know, doing lessening thing. And then you have to fucking have grass that has yeah. to have no weeds Does in it. HOA it pay for solar panels? Does HOA pay for solar panels if they require no. it? But the, the, uh, the state of Idaho will, through the end of this year... If you qualify, really? Hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the credit. You thing. don't. You don't. It's an interesting area of the world to be doing that. But no, yeah. the thing is that you <laughs> it's don't. Been cloudy, like, so the entire you, year. you with your your highfalutin YouTube red right. haven't been seeing the ads. That's like, true. I that, I don't that see is ads. like the number one ad, the targeted ad that I see on YouTube for these Idaho. Days. It is I like this is your last year to use the energy credit. If you qualify, uh, you can get free solar panels for your house. Yeah, but and we have snow loads, yeah. and we have uh, this problem called like 300 million gray days. So the, you'd have to yeah. drop at least 20K but the to thing have is, some sort of halfway decent system to power that, your fridge. And that's yeah, the I've done is, the math on this, people. But the thing is has. that any amount is kind of where their, their justification is. is like any amount that you can reduce the load on the grid... Like, if it everybody helps. in your neighborhood did. It really does Okay, help. in California yeah. or Arizona, this makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Here, I, I feel like we'd be, I don't know. It was, I, I, but it, the thing was, it's federal money it. that Idaho got. Yes, and they have to That spend. they have to spend. They don't have a choice. <laughs> but and if know, they don't, they got to give it back, and they've already spent it. To go back to oh, yeah. fascists, though, you guys, I know both, I'm friends with people that could be considered extremists on both sides. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, like too. people, and, and the thing is, is like... If you listen to them, a lot of times you're dealing with generational trauma that manifests in this is my identity, and if someone co- comes against it, they, they're trying to kill, ruin the country because I said so. It's very, <laughs> it's we very a a weird sort of paradigm. There's there's a lot of this weird thing going around where where boomers feel challenged for the fact of how they lived. Oh yeah, we, me and Katie and were talking we, about we, this. We, yeah, we they, did. They feel so like. Why are you fucking blaming us? I'm like, because you made the decisions and are still making decisions. And you won't get out of the way so we can make new decisions. And we can't fix the problems that you're still making. So please just retire. And somebody said something that I thought was hysterical, which was like, of all the things the U.S. government did, like what they did to the native population in this country was fucked. Like they they moved them on to reservations. Bad juju. But someone said like, what we need to do with the reservations is move all the boomers onto them. <laughs> and then wall it off so they feel safe. Oh my god, yes. So but they've can... also got casinos. Yes. Oh, they'd love that. Everything they ever wanted. And golf courses. Why would you want Everything to do that they've to the built. Poor... Why would you want like... to do that to the poor natives, though? I don't know. The natives will be the ones making money off of all of this. Be quiet. Well, that's and true. That's the thing. I love seeing them exploit the... the and then, and like, then yeah. just let I the natives... It. And just, let them operate under native karma. law. Yeah, and then they can segregate themselves, too, while they're there. Like, yeah. They can do they will. They can do everything they, they want to do sure. by doing that. Well, not a bad I idea. I don't no, mean no, to be no, so no. hard on the <laughs> And then we, can, then we can start, like, fixing shit. Well, that's just it. The part that that's I think funny. is the worst that I get... I think why we all have so much angst is they're obstructionist. Yeah. They had longer than any other generation ever in history to run things. Because think about it. Most generations did not have the length of time of power that they've had. No, because they also didn't have the lifespan. Well, they ran yeah. it into the ground. And so most, th- of their, most of their parents died by the time they're still like in Congress doing shit. So I'll give the boomers some credit for There's some good stuff that they did. I'm tired of everybody. Like, like it's not all bad. But the, the worst part is they're not. One, they did not mentor the young generation because they're too busy getting the trikes. It was, yeah. and it two, was doing they, pretty not well the right up until... I want to say like 1980. And then there was some weird shift in 
in the behaviors between like the government and corporate yeah interests yeah and they started to give more to corporate interests instead of the individual That's because the corporate instead. interests started to give more to them yeah lobby i wonder if lobbying rules changed during jimmy carter they did. and ronald reagan's administration yeah. they did during oh, they jimmy did. carter for sure yeah um they changed started a bunch of that. they started with carter but the majority of it happened under reagan They're under reagan yeah. but they, he got so bought out it wasn't even funny and it's so obvious too like how did they not see what was happening well and then you have positive and negatives because think about it we're we were all born in the well you were born in 1990 well that was around the we time Born, we had the greatest growth that any country ever in the history ever had, and we all benefited from that. So there's yep. the like that part wasn't negative, but then there was all the side effects of it, yeah. which were long-term negativity. Is that what it is? Maybe it's long-term. It's long-term effects for short-term games. And they shorted. That, the, they shorted the system. Is what happened. Is that, that is what the, happened. Is that the boomer motto? They bet against long-term it. effects for short-term gains. Oh, like, absolutely. Because the thing is, is that when you have money, the problems don't affect you. We're living yeah. that now because they literally leveraged the future to have luxury in the present. I wanted my sports car and my ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, and now um, that's dad, that's dad why was... Joe Biden was part of the big the whole uh, let's back student loans with fucking uh, government money thing because we can make good returns and well and the thing is so we can fix this but when he did that student loans weren't fucking no at the time they were still like oh this is a normal amount of money it was like eight thousand (laughs) dollars versus 45 but that's what happened but that's what sparked the colleges to go hey degrees just became more valuable because we're gonna get our money no matter what and they're not more because the government has to spend that budget no, and it's in fact saying. like they're they're more worthless now than ever. And they also they did are. a huge ad campaign. Like it There's... was a, it was a huge campaign that you have to get that degree. Remember during the recession, if you oh, didn't man. have that, you know how many oh, people yeah. went to college and lived off student loans during that time? Uh-huh. It was exponential. Do you know how many wealthy boomers never remember, even finished I, high school? I saw yeah. a meme. <laughs> I love how memes aren't facts, but memes can be derived from facts, which is um, it was like this person, like, starting a new job. Forget everything you learned in college. You're not going to need it here. Exactly. Well, I didn't go to college. Oh, you're not qualified for this job then. Oh, I yep, love that yep. meme. Confused Dunga Bunga. Yeah. yeah. And then now that now once you graduate, you have to start from the bottom of whatever company you're fucking because you're joining degree. anyway. It has literally been like that in almost every field since the dawn of time. We were, you we learn your to job have on the job. So why, is, why does the middleman have to exist? College, a college degree does it's not get you a job. What a college degree gets you is a student loan debt. Yeah. But, and it shows you're trainable. But what shouldn't uh-huh. high school show you're trainable if you graduate it? No. It, it doesn't even do that. It's just that, like, someone said, like, if you're going to college, you have to want to learn some, about something. That may help you in a particular field, but right. it's also, not going to get you a job. I also think college is time for LinkedIn networking because I noticed oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of people network and they, 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 you know, all that buddy I went and I was in my frat with or I learned I did this mm-hmm. with and then they mm-hmm. network and start businesses. <laughs> That's, Oh, yeah. That was my like the entire dad owns this business, and that's how yeah. I got my job. That's that's like the entire model of how like the Ivy League schools work. It's not about the. It's not well, like they're getting different knowledge that, than any other university. It's that they have better networking. It's that's upper one echelon of, networking. It's, yeah. it's one of the the unwritten family mottos and codes, which is it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. Well, and that's literally for everything in life. And we, that's that's how you. But get they. But that's they what also, my dad used to say like every job he ever got he knew somebody where he was working. But they they also gate. I don't know why I say they. But you, but we could break apart who they is. But they gatekeep also um, to prevent people like me from like be, having access to that networking. 
Well, they don't. Yeah. It's easy to say that, though. I'm sure there's data that proves me wrong. They're tripping over themselves right now like to diversify, do. but that's because I think the public will not tolerate that anymore. Like that old boys club. I think yeah. it's yeah. it is. Guys, our generation is going to change things. It's coming. We're yeah. middle. We're heading to middle age. <laughs> our old boys club is just like gaming chat rooms and shit. I know. Well, like, <laughs> and and so part of me is excited because I think we, we are epoch changing. Now. We're going from that old way into a new way. It's yeah. just, are people going to be kind enough? To, to work with each other, or are we going to be so rigid in our ideology we're going to fight? Well, like, like, I, I just I think that's a big question. Like the point I was just making, like we don't have old boys clubs, we have subreddits. That's and true. And people are really decent to each other most of the time in subreddits. Unless it's a toxic subreddit. Unless you come in as an outsider trying to challenge the subreddit. Because yeah. that's just, all the subreddit is anymore is a fucking well, It's also blockchains. Blockchains are blockchain, You know what it is? So the internet's yeah, yeah, like yeah. our community picnic. Yeah. yeah. We all get together Kinda on is, there. Yeah. But that's also made us like sort of awkward when we communicate with each other in public too. I've noticed that people have a hard time talking to each other that are under, especially Zoomers. They're yeah. very strange. They will sit together in a massive herd and text and, each and other. And they'll text. They'll snap each other, yeah. but not speak to each other. Well, that's yeah. because it's almost like there's it's a new language. It is. It's like we have this new organ. A black so, mirror in our hand is a new organ, and they're using that communication it's an organ interface to interface that removes you from. Yeah. So like you can't. Talk the same way in person as you can. Send a snap. It's not gonna, like there's. You can also there's... talk to like thirty people at once. That's what I mean. There's yeah. something yeah. missing from our ability to communicate um, in person We're have to... that we now have on a phone, yeah. which is our new communication organ that we created. But the thing is, is that they yeah. grew up with it. We didn't. Yeah. So how do we end this? We gotta end. Rand's gotta go. It's a hard one to well, end, but Randy has um, to go. So. I guess the. I don't know how to how to end this. Uh, I got hosed by my sprinkler system on Thursday, which was kind of hilarious. Who was the six? Were you? Did it? What's that? (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't have made an inappropriate sixty-nine thing. Yeah. 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 The no, I, I, where we live, we have to schedule backflow tests because we don't want to be poisoning our water supply, which is why they test it for For Roundup and shit that gets in the water supply every year. That makes sense. So that's so the guy comes out to fix it. Or test it to make sure that I'm not, you know, poisoning the city water supply. I like getting that, you know, thing. Props to you, cuz. Um, mm-hmm. Whoever built my house, however, put my water shut off to the outside oh, yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of my house. The valve underneath, problem. underneath, you know, my the Harry my, Potter cupboard in my Harry Potter cupboard underneath yeah. my staircase, <laughs> which is full of, you know, my suburban crap. Yep. That I had to move out of the way, so I can put it on. somewhere. What and I can hear the water like rush that? through the pipe, and I'm like, excellent, water rushing through the pipe, good. And then it keeps rushing through the pipe, and I'm like, oh, bad. That's a bad time. So I go outside <laughs> to check on it, and I remove the cover, and just like a fire hose, get hit in the face and Ooh. chest and crotch and get completely soaked. Hell yeah. Hey, that happened to uh, me this morning. Luckily, nice. did not hit yeah. the pocket that That's had my, my phone in it. Yeah, it didn't hit the oh, pocket with my phone in it. Yeah, you so got I run inside. I run inside. <laughs> Turn the water off. Wait for the guy to show up. Warn him so he doesn't get wet. <laughs> so you were a bro. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm being See, a bro nice about it. there's in the world still. Turn the water back on. He's doing the testing. And then all of a sudden, like 10 minutes into it, I start to hear like hammering and banging. Oh. And I'm like, that's never a good sign. And then like yeah. a minute later, he's knocking on my door like, yeah, so your valve stem came off. Uh, while I was testing oh, it, it. It came off. It, came it had off. nothing to do with the hammering yeah, sounds I yeah. heard. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I did hear some hammering. He's like, but I'll be back either later today or Monday. And he did not come back on Thursday. Of course so not. I'll see him Monday. I f- but I he's replacing it. it for free. He found a way to end it. I found a way to end it. Well, Go well, ahead and finish your story. He's a bro that's, too. That's, that's the end. He fa- he's like, we're going to fix this and we'll get it fixed on Monday. The moral right. of the story is, with great lawn care comes great responsibility. Oh. Yeah, and oh. it's a useless damn crop. <laughs> On that note, bye. Bye.